Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is only one way, one phrase, one thing I can say to explain what happened in America on election night. Let's go, Brandon, is the perfect way to sum it up. You look at Joe Biden. He has been in charge of one of the biggest political collapses in history. Joe Biden, even on CNN, they're having to admit he's not popular right now. After the bloodbath, which was Democrats getting beaten up and why they got beaten up is the part that the media refuses to accept. Now, I'm going to let you hear what CNN had to say about Joe Biden, about Terry McAuliffe, about the Democrats, about these results that we saw. Is it a referendum on the president of the United States of America? Yes. They're going to lie to you and tell you it's not, but it absolutely is. Now. Yeah. Well, but Joe Biden's in charge of the hellscape now. Yes. Yeah. Joe Biden exactly. will be in charge of the hellscape, and I'm using your language, not mine. <laughs> He'll be in charge of the hellscape in one year. And the fact of the matter is that Joe Biden is not a popular president as we sit here this morning. In Virginia, a state he won by 10 points, he's at 45% approval rating right now. Yeah. He's at, again, Virginia, a state he won by 10 points. He's at a 45% approval rating right now. That is the facts. Now, of course, they're going to tell you it's different than that, right? They're going to tell you, well, you can't just really look at it that way. It, it, that, that's, too, that, that's, that's way too simplistic, right? You, you, can't just, you, you can't look at it the way that you just described it. Sure, I can. It is that simple. 
ABC's Jonathan Carl was honest about it when he said this this morning. What a night for the Republicans here. It seems like the, the suburbs have swung in both key states. George, this is a sonic boom of a wake-up call for Democrats. Uh, Biden won Virginia by 10 points just a year ago. He won New Jersey by 16 points. And the, the big factor is the one you mentioned. Republicans vastly outperformed in the suburbs. That is precisely where the battle for control of Congress will be waged next year in the midterm election. In the midterm elections. Jonathan Carl is calling it a sonic boom. Now, why did this happen? I'm going to explain it to you very clearly because there's too many stupid people out there in the media that refuse to admit what this actually is. This is nothing more than a referendum on you telling Americans that they don't have rights anymore. That's what this is about. You called concerned mothers domestic terrorists. It doesn't bode well for winning an election. You called fathers that showed up to defend their daughters who'd been raped in Virginia by, quote, transgendered people, dudes in skirts who raped their daughters in bathrooms, domestic terrorists, and arrested one of them when he lost his mind at a school board meeting because you tried to shut him down. You covered it up. Senator Tom Cotton, Arkansas, put it perfectly when he tweeted out this. If you shut down schools, if you force kids to wear masks, if you indoctrinate them to hate America, if you call their parents domestic terrorists and then you lecture them about pronouns and tell them they must force, I'm ad-libbing here a little bit, to accept dudes as chicks and chicks as dudes when you know it's wrong and it's not true. He went on to say, don't be surprised when the voters reject your party. Biden won Virginia 55-45 just a few months ago. Don't tell me this isn't a referendum. Don't tell me this isn't a referendum on the Democratic Party and on Joe Biden. It absolutely is because Virginia is a liberal, liberal place. Look at look at New Jersey and forget what the final results are. OK, just look at look at the principal issue of what just happened in New Jersey. The fact that you couldn't call on election night. The election for anybody in New Jersey is, I would argue, even more shocking than what just happened in Virginia. New Jersey is a hardcore liberal town. And what happened in Virginia? City, state, I should say. You had people whose businesses were destroyed. You had students that were forced to stay home. You had school board members that refused to listen to parents. And you had union workers that lost their jobs because of the COVID-19 lockdowns. You had businesses and families, small businesses that lost everything. That's exactly why you're seeing what's happening in New Jersey. I don't even care about the outcome. My point is the principle of the matter is it should have never been this close for Republicans in that state. It's New Jersey. But even the people in New Jersey said enough of this tyranny. Even the people there said enough of this tyranny. We're not going to have it. There's another huge story that the media is refusing to talk about as well. And that's the fact that you have an incredible woman, an immigrant, who was pro-Second Amendment, Winsome Sears, who emerged as the victor in Tuesday's lieutenant governor election in Virginia, an African-American woman, the first African-American woman to be elected to statewide office in Virginia, was not elected by the Democrats who are racist. She was elected by Republicans. You're welcome. She received criticism during the campaign, right, for posting a photo while holding a gun. 
She brushed that criticism off, saying at the time, I'm a Marine. I know how to use a gun. But let's think about this. The Second Amendment tells us we have a right to do so. We have a right to own guns. They attacked her for that, saying, how dare a woman have a gun, right? This woman, Lieutenant Governor Sears now, is the first woman of color to be elected statewide office in Virginia, done by a Republican, a former Marine, who has an amazing story to tell, and they didn't air her speech, her victory speech, on any of the major news channels last night because they didn't want you to see what the Republican Party actually is. An inclusive group of people that's not a group of racists, which they've been saying over and over and over again with Donald Trump, racist, racist, racist. Hell, this morning, even on CNN, they kept referring to, well, this was a dog whistle election for racists out there in Virginia. Right. This was this was nothing but dog whistling left and right. This was this was dog whistling that kept happening over. It was all it was all the dog whistling. These racists won in Virginia. No, they didn't. They elected an African-American woman for the first time ever to statewide office. And you want to claim it's an issue of racism? Come on. Are you stupid? Yes. The Democrats are stupid. MSNBC, total meltdown. Total meltdown. Joy Reid said, Youngkin has run a campaign on the racist idea that you cannot teach the truth about Thomas Jefferson. That's a lie. Anything that makes a white parent uncomfortable is critical race theory, they went on to say. You just elected an African-American woman for the first time to state office, and then you want to claim that the people that voted in new leadership are racist? Keep it up. Keep up this crap. Seriously. Good luck with that. Takes on them, and they that means they're available to the Republicans. Do like you Youngkin. think that the race, the way that Youngkin harped on race so much as his closing message, is potentially motivating to black voters and to anti-racist voters? Was it? Was it? Did he overplay that hand in a way that may have turned out people in reaction to it? I think he was being subtle and being really tricky and slick until he dropped that Toni Morrison ad. Yeah. The Toni Morrison ad might have been, he might have gone, that might have been the point at which he went too far. A lot of the people who heard the ad on his, that were sort of his maybe voters, maybe didn't even know who Toni Morrison was. Mm. But I promise you, black people know who Toni Morrison was. We grew up on her. Anybody who's my age or even a little bit younger, we read her in high school. She, she's the reason I wanted to be a writer. This is somebody who is beloved among black people and particularly people who say education is important that's why that question i don't know what it means if you're saying education is the most important issue you might be a black voter who says i'm defending great literature <laughs> and defending tony morrison and i don't like the idea that youngkin wants to be a governor that would purge those books what's next the biography of dr king is w.e.b du bois next i mean dr king said america might go to hell are we going to erase any of his you know his more um sort of robust commentary on america is that not going to be allowed to be taught I-, I love this by the way this is the spin of the democrats the republicans elect an african-american woman to be the lieutenant governor the first woman ever to hold a statewide office in Virginia. Not the Democrats, Republicans did that. And you go on a diatribe for for about six minutes about how this election was dog whistles and nothing but racism. That that, that they're going to try to cancel out everything. We just elected an African-American immigrant who served her country to be the lieutenant governor of Virginia, and you're out there screaming racism. Keep it up, Democrats, because it's not working anymore. People aren't listening to your race baiting. And they rejected it last night. And Republicans elected the first African-American woman to statewide office. Not you, the race baiters, the dividers of the Democratic Party. This is why people are walking away from you. You want to know the difference between, and I can sum this election up this way, the difference between Trump hate and Biden hate is that Trump hate was manufactured by the media. 
This racism was manufactured by the media. The Biden hate, and the reason why last night the Democrats lost is because the Biden hate is actually authentic by the people of this country who've had enough of this race baiting, who've had enough of critical race theory, who've had enough of being called domestic terrorists. They've had enough. It's authentic. The Trump hate was manufactured by the media. This is authentic and real. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If there's one thing that the Democrats uh, are, are still doing today that is amazing to me after this bloodbath in an election for them is they still don't get it that the American people are sick and tired of their policies, right? What are Democrats offering? They're offering race baiting and division. They're offering shutting down and taking away your rights. They're, they're offering forcing things on you, mandates on you, vaccines on you and your kids, masks on you. And people are saying no. 
Now, they're still delusional right now because they still actually believe that they can keep playing this race card and somehow this race card is going gonna, is gonna to change things. There was one moment on MSNBC's coverage, election night, that was astounding to me. And they said, well, maybe Democrats should start talking about democracy a little more. Maybe that'll work. But then they immediately dismiss it. Like, well, we, we can't do that. Like, that doesn't matter. Democracy is freedom. That's why Republicans can talk about authentically because you guys don't believe in freedom. Listen to this, this explanation for why Democrats had a bloodbath and loss. And there was a massive referendum on Biden. And they say it's because Republicans are lying. They actually say that critical race theory is not being taught when we actually know it is being taught. We have videos of it being taught in classrooms. We have people like the Attorney General of the United States of America, Garland, whose son-in-law is selling critical race theory curriculum. The idea that critical race theory is not being taught in America is laughable because we have proof that it's being taught. And they're sitting there on MSNBC last night, and they're like, well, the Republicans are telling lies, so maybe we should start telling lies. Maybe we need to start talking about democracy and start telling lies to the American people. That's their answer to this. And I'm so glad they're doing this because it means that we're going to be able to absolutely smoke them if we stay organized and focused in the midterms. The other piece was this um, frustration about the lack of fire. Why not fight for voting rights? Why not give speeches about, there was one speech given, one speech Mm -hmm. about democracy. It was beautiful. One speech about democracy given by a Democratic candidate is what she's saying. And then it disappeared. Because you guys don't believe in it. And what she's saying is, okay, maybe we've gone too far with just telling the truth about who we are, that we are tyrants, that we are dictators, that you don't own your own kids. You don't get to tell us what to teach your kids. We control your kids' minds, and we own them in the schools. And you as parents are domestic terrorists if you show up to a school board meeting. Maybe we should talk more about democracy. That's what they were actually saying for just a moment last night on MSNBC. Do they believe in it? No, they're just saying maybe we should lie to the American people more. Maybe we shouldn't be so transparent about what we really want to do to their kids. It's in Philadelphia, but no one's touched it since. And what is happening in sort of Republican America, it's not just critical race theory. It's it's saying, you know, fraud happened. Their people believe there was fraud, so they're fixing it. So so Republican voters think Republicans are Never mind that it's fake. Uh, You hear that right there? See, there's the condescending. They go go back to their core here. They don't believe that there's any fraud or, or anything that happened shady in the last election. Republicans are actually fixing the things that happened in the last election. They say, well, it's all fake, but maybe we should play into that. Critical race theory isn't taught. It means something different to voters. By the way, I love that. She says critical race theory isn't being taught. That is a lie. Keep telling that lie while Americans witness and watch it with their own eyes, classrooms that have been caught teaching critical race theory. Keep telling them it's not happening when we know it's happening and see how that works out for you on the next election day. They think it is. So Republicans are fixing it. Youngkin's going to ban it. And some of it is just a question for Democrats now. Do you adjust to a terrain that is not fair, that is not just, that is all fact-based, but that at this tonight looks like it advantages Republicans? Uh, Final. I I love this, right? I I I love this. This is their takeaway from the election. You want to know why Democrats got their ASSs handed to them? In this election, the reason why they got their AWSs handed to them is because, uh, and I'm going to wrap it up in in, in a one-minute clip from CNN. CNN came out this morning. Economy, a top concern of Americans on Election Day. Americans are growing pessimistic. At the bottom of the screen, they actually have up New Jersey governor race. 49.6 to 49.6. 
Republicans should never be able to win in New Jersey. They have a million more people registered to vote as Democrats in New Jersey than Republicans. And it's literally while they're giving this report at 49.6 to 49.6. The actual vote count, 1,172,430 to 1,172,365. You're talking about a separation of a handful of votes while they're counting in New Jersey. With, with, at this point, 90% reported. A million more people are registered to vote in New Jersey that identify as Democrats and Republicans. That means a bunch of Democrats voted for the Republican candidate over Murphy. And the reason why it happened is because of this news report they do, and they don't even understand it. Well, John, exit polls in Virginia uh, show that the economy is top of mind for voters. You know, it comes amid more evidence Americans are starting to sour on the economy a bit because of one thing in particular, inflation. By the way, I love this. The exit poll data shows that the number one issue in the Virginia election, and they were being honest about this, thank goodness, was the economy. It wasn't critical race theory, as Democrats are obsessing over. It was the economy. I go back to the, the famous political saying, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy, the number one issue. And they have no faith that the Democratic Party is going to be able to fix what they've done to our economy, and it's getting worse. I want you to look at these numbers. A new AP poll finds just 35% of Americans now call the national economy good. That's down from 45% in September and similar to the beginning of the year before vaccines were widely available to most Americans. 65% of Americans say the economy is in poor shape. Again, that's a brand new AP poll. Blame the weekly pinch in the pocketbook. Inflation, a persistent problem here, especially heading toward Thanksgiving. Beef and veal prices are up nearly 18% since last September. Look at pork and eggs, 12% more. Apples, almost 8% more. Chicken, the cost up 6%. And driving to grandma's house, more expensive. Gas prices still rising. The national average for a gallon of gas, $3.40. That's up from two twelve last year. Another way to think about this, you know, on a weekly basis, take an average 12-gallon tank. Every time you fill up, it's 15 bucks more than it was last year. That is something that voters and consumers feel, and it's a frequent real-feel indicator of their personal economy. There it is. Persuasive inflation, beef, veal price up 18%, pork and eggs up 12%, apples up 8%, chicken up 6%. 65% of Americans say the economy is in poor shape one year after they voted for a socialist. Let me play for you another reaction to what happened last night on MSNBC. Virginia, quote, was a bright blue place yesterday. And there's at least one person that's told the truth, saying the entire state is going to be in the control of the GOP come January. Big time, big time. Let's talk about a big time sweep, though. We haven't even talked about the scale of the landslide for Republicans in Virginia, John. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the governorship, the lieutenant governorship, the attorney general's uh, office. And, and I, I think it may still be slightly not totally certified, but they're, I think the Virginia House of Delegates is The House of Delegates is not going to go Republican. And, and, to, and this is a state that has not had a statewide Republican since 2009 when Bob McDonald was governor. At the Senate level, at the gubernatorial level, the state was bright blue right. yesterday. And now... As of January, next January, the state's going to be almost entirely in control of Republicans. And that's, you know, that's a bloodbath. Well, and, and it's really, a bloodbath in a state that Democrats have dominated, dominated for the past right. decade. Dominated for the last decade. Virginia was a bright blue state as of 
yesterday. January, it'll be almost entirely in the control of the GOP. Now, why did it happen? Because you took away our rights. You took away our freedoms. Now, you notice they didn't talk about how amazing it is to just from a racial standpoint that Republicans were the first, not the Democrats. Republicans were the first to elect an African-American woman to statewide office. Oh, no, you can't talk about that, folks. By the way, her acceptance speech, no one carried it but Fox and conservative channels like OAN and Newsmax. You want to know why? Because what she said was so damning to the Democratic Party. Take a listen. I'm, I'm here because of you. I'm here because you voted for me. I'm here because you put your trust in me. That's the only reason I'm here. Does that sound like a dictator? Does that sound like a tyrant? Does that sound like a candidate telling you that you have no rights over your kids and what they're taught in schools? Because that's what Terry McAuliffe campaigned on in Virginia. And the Democrats campaigned on statewide. And they got their heads kicked in because you have another woman, an African-American immigrant, former Marine, who said, I am only here because of you. In other words, I am your hands. I am your voice. You tell me what you want done, and I'm going to do it because I represent you, not the other way around. Thank you. Thank you. Got my speech. Want to introduce to you my husband, Terrence. Talks about family there. That's when the networks actually broke away. When she went into her family saying, I want to introduce you my husband. Think about how empowering this is if you're a feminist, right? You have an African-American immigrant woman who served in the military, who's become the lieutenant governor, breaking down barriers, becoming the first minority to hold statewide office in Virginia, and she's a woman having a man standing behind her. You would think that the Democrats would love that photo moment, right? Because this means we have changed in America. No, no, no. On all the channels, they're talking about racism, and the Republicans are racist, and there's a bunch of dog whistles going on. The Republican Party... In the Virginia race, we just elected an African-American woman, the lieutenant governor. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. She talked about that, by the way. There are some who want to divide us, and we must not let that happen, she said. There are some that want to divide us, and we must not let it happen. They would like us to believe that we were back in 1963 when my father came here. I'm telling you that what you are looking at is the American dream. The American dream. When my father came to this country, August 11th of 1963, he came at the height of the civil rights movement from Jamaica. He came and I said to him, but it was such a bad time for us, why did you come? And he said, because America was where the jobs and the opportunities were. And he only came with a dollar seventy-five. One dollar and seventy-five cents took any job he could find and he put himself through school and started his American dream. And then, yes, and now he's comfortably retired. And then he came and got me when I was six years old. And when I stepped on that Pan Am Boeing 737 and landed at JFK, I landed in a new world. Now you understand why the media didn't want to play this. Now you understand why they broke away from this acceptance speech, this victory speech. This is why. Because what she is preaching is authentic and it's real. It's what politicians should be. Servants of the people, not dictators to the people. You want to know what people are rejecting? Republican Representative Taylor Green of Georgia has been fined $48,000 for not wearing a mask on the floor of the House, according to a letter from the House Sergeant at Arms obtained by CNN. That is not America. When a member of Congress can get fined $48,000 for not wearing a mask? 
Green has been fined 20 times for not wearing a mask after receiving an initial warning in May by the dictators of the Democratic Party, Nancy Pelosi. She was fined $500 for her first offense, $2,500 for each subsequent offense, which is in line with the, quote, House rules dictated by Nancy Pelosi and the left. They will do this to a congresswoman. They will do it to you. Green has appealed at least one of her fines, but it was upheld. Green was seen by the stalkers at CNN not wearing a mask on the 4th Tuesday. The fine comes from Green's salary. The letter from the House Sergeant at Arms was first reported by The Hill. Democrats have implemented the rule last year amid the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic since House Speaker Nancy Pelosi instated the rule that members had to wear masks on the floor. Many Republicans have evaded the rules and been fined as a result. Many GOP lawmakers continue to protest the mask rules long, long after the protocols were first put out there by Pelosi. This is why Democrats lost last night. This is why New Jersey was in play for Republicans, even though there's a million more registered voters on the Democratic Party in New Jersey than Republicans. And so let me tell you this. I am not even first generation American. When I joined the Marine Corps, I was still a Jamaican, but this country had done so much for me. I was willing, willing to die for this country. There's a chant you won't hear from a Democrat. You see any Democrats out there chanting USA? No, they're anti-American. You want to know why this woman won? She said the word USA and the audience actually knew what to do. You say that at a Democratic rally, they'll look at each other funny like, wait, what? USA what? They'll probably start chanting USA sucks if they chant anything at all. All she had to do was say USA and the audience immediately knew what to do. And so I say to you, victory victory indeed. But I, I say to you, there are some who want to divide us, and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want. We can eat where we want. We own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once but twice, and here I am, living proof. In case you haven't noticed, I am black, and I have been black all my life. But that's not what this is about. (laughs) What we are going to do is we are going to now be about the business of the Commonwealth. We have things to tend to. We are going to fully fund our historically black colleges and universities. You're going to hear from your governor-elect 
Glenn Yonkin, and he's got a day one plan that I'm already tired about. Don't know how we're going to make it to day two. But he's going to make sure we keep more of our money in our pockets because he's going to get rid of all kinds of taxes. We're going to have safer neighborhoods, safer communities, and our children are going to get a good education. Because education lifted my father out of poverty, education lifted me out of poverty, education will lift us all out of poverty because we, we must have marketable skills so that our children cannot just survive, but they will thrive and they will create generational wealth. That's what this is about. I'm going to finish up. We love you too. It's a historic night. Yes, it is, but I didn't run to make history. I just wanted to leave it better than I found it. And with your help, we're going to do that. We're going to have transparent government. And as I used to say as we were on the trail, Hold on, Virginia. Help is on the way. The cavalry has arrived. Thank you. God bless you. And finally, I want to thank my staff because I couldn't have done it without them. We were a ragtag bunch of people. Every Republican running for office should listen to that speech on a daily basis until their election day. This woman summed up in five minutes exactly why the Democratic Party is failing. This is why the media ignored her. This is why the media won't tell you her story. This is why the media doesn't come up with a headline on the, on the pages last night. Uh, historic moment in Virginia. African-American woman elected first time ever to statewide office. Why? Because connected to the Republicans. You can't do that. She believes that you should be in charge of your children, not the state. She believes that you should have good schools for your kids to go to, not a place that is indoctrinating them. She believes that there is a difference between a man and a woman. And just because you put a skirt on doesn't mean you get to go in the other bathroom. Senator Dick Durbin, at least he's being honest. He was cornered in the hallway this morning in the Senate. You want to know what he said? Terry McAuliffe has been saying for weeks that his fate was tied uh, to the uh, progress of uh, negotiations here on Capitol Hill. And there ought to be a clear message to my party and all those who support it to get the job done. Senator, what went wrong last night? Um, failure to deliver. Richard Blumenthal, another Democrat. Failure to deliver. Congress has to deliver. Windows closing. We have no more time. We need to get it done. And as one who will be running for re-election in 2022, I need results that I can show the American people that Congress can deliver. 
there is a clear message to my party and all those support who, all those who support it. Get the job done. We lost Virginia because of the failure to deliver. Two Democrats who are up for re-election saying this, and the reason why they're saying it is exactly because they realize that they may lose. Because this idea that you divide the country and you take away parental rights and you call Americans domestic terrorists for being involved in their kids' lives is not going to work, and it's going to be rejected. Whether it's in Virginia, where you won by 10 points last time, or New Jersey, where there's a million more Democrat churches to vote than Republicans. I go back to ABC's Jonathan Carl. Jonathan Carl said it's spot on. What a night for the Republicans here. It seems like the, the suburbs have swung in both key states. George, this is a sonic boom of a wake-up call for Democrats. Uh, Biden won Virginia by 10 points just a year ago. He won New Jersey by 16 points. And the, the big factor is the one you mentioned. Republicans vastly outperformed in the suburbs. That is precisely where the battle for control of Congress will be waged next year in the midterm election. Let's go, Brandon. When the Republicans are the ones that make history, Virginia new lieutenant governor, she's a black woman who immigrated from Jamaica, served in the Marines, has a master's degree, ran a women's homeless shelter, raised three kids, and now she's made history and the media refuses to tell her story. Why? Because she's a Republican. It tells you everything you need to know about the sonic boom that that they are hoping will wake up Democrats. I don't think they're smart enough to do it. Because I still think they think they can just beat you into submission. At some point, you'll give up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Democrats have figured it out. The media has figured it out, and they have learned their lesson from the massive loss on Tuesday in the elections in Virginia and every, everywhere else they were around the country. They have learned their lesson about what just happened in New Jersey, even though they still retained governorship. With Murphy there, they almost lost it, right, in a state they should never lose. It's a hardcore tier, you know, leftist socialist state in New Jersey. They've got 1.1 million more registered Democratic voters and Republicans. They almost lost, and they have figured it out. They are understanding what they did wrong. They understand they've overstepped. They understand that Americans don't like to be called racist. They understand that mothers don't like to be called domestic terrorists. They understand that the economy is dismal and terrible, and they can't just keep running off of division in this country and the issue of racism. Did I sell that to you well? I was really trying to sell that. You might be sensing a little bit of sarcasm there because, no, they didn't learn any of that. You want to know how they're going to win the midterm elections? It's clear they've got a playbook. Are you ready for it? We have put together a montage of Democrats and the media saying the only reason why Democrats lost on Tuesday is because Americans are racist. This is the game plan for the midterm elections, folks. Glenn Youngkin played the race card for a reason, because he knows it works on certain white voters. He did stoke white grievance politics to mobilize the Republican base. I love this. White grievance politics. He did spoke the spoke the, the racism of whiteness and, and, and it works, right? This is the media, the, the, the most brilliant political minds that you can hire to put on TV. This is their takeaway from an election that had nothing to do with race. You have an African-American woman, an immigrant, who became the lieutenant governor, the first African-American to ever be elected to statewide office, on top of the fact she's a woman, elected by Republicans. And this is their response to it. You have a Latino, the first Latino elected man ever in Virginia to a statewide office as the AG. And this is the media's response to what happened. You have a white guy that is on the ballot against another white guy in Virginia. And this is what they say about the racism of the election. And that how do you stoke racism when it's a white guy, Terry McAuliffe, like one of the whitest crackers I've ever met? A rich white dude, a wasp, like as white as it gets, an elitist white guy. How do you then use racism against him? I'm just curious. I'm wondering here. Look at look at the governor in, in New Jersey. How is their race involved with another rich, white elitist? Just asking. I'm just curious. I want to know. How does that work? It doesn't make any sense, but this is how out of touch they are. 
They are going to do everything they can to divide us as a nation solely based on the color of your skin, which is exactly why they're teaching critical race theory to your kids, which is exactly the reason why they want to indoctrinate your kids to believe that America is a horrible racist place because they cannot win on ideas. These are the most brilliant political minds they can hire, and this is this is literally their reaction to a beatdown of socialist ideas that have nothing to do with race by Republican candidates who are minorities. He's laundered Trump's really sort of disgusting, flagrant out-racism. He's wrapped it in education. Education, which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching about race. Yes, white parents. You white parents don't like teaching your kids about race. So we're going to come after you, white parents. That's racism, by the way, to say it the way that she has said it. That is actual racism that is coming through the speakers and coming through the TV screens from MSNBC. This is what their takeaway is from the election. And I'm so glad this is their takeaway. One of the commentators said, quote, this is, this is about the fact that a good chunk of voters are more than okay with white supremacy. Then why did they elect a lieutenant governor who's an immigrant, who's a woman, who is African-American, to statewide office the first time ever as a Republican in Virginia? I'm just asking. I'm asking for the African-American woman that you guys totally overlooked. You broke away from her acceptance speech and you act like she never even got elected. You certainly don't celebrate it because, oh, my gosh, she's a Republican. How do you explain a Latino lieutenant or a Latino AG getting elected? And, and, and I will remind you, the Democrats had the whitest cracker white, waspy, rich, white country club candidates you could possibly get in Virginia and New Jersey. You guys ran white dudes. You're the ones in Virginia that have that have people that dressed up in blackface and still supported them in office. And this is your takeaway from election night Tuesday. Please don't learn from your mistakes because we will beat you nationwide if you guys keep this up. That's the fundamental problem for these parents and this anti-CRT movement. They don't like the I way this. the anti-CRT v CRT movement, right? The critical race theory parents. You parents, you racists. You don't want your kid to be ashamed of the color of their skin. You're a racist. We're going to shut you up, you racist. This is the problem with you parents. This is how much hate they have for you parents, by the way. This is the Democratic Party, the Socialist, Communist, Democratic Party. This is how angry they are that you didn't vote for them. And now they're going to double down. You're a bunch of racists if you don't vote for us. Remember remember this playbook back in 2008? Remember when Barack Obama was running for president and many of the Democrats out there were saying uh, that, if you, that, that if you don't vote for Barack Obama, you're a closet racist? Right? Like, like if, you, if you vote for John McCain, you're a racist. Right? You're, you're going back to your racist ways because if you really really check your heart you and you're not voting for for barack obama it's not because he's a liberal no you're not voting for him because he's a racist or excuse me because you're a racist i now in every election before you could have voted against the bill clintons of the world the dukakis of the world you could have voted against these hardcore lefties the john Kerry's of the world and that was okay you weren't racist because they were white but now that we've given you a black candidate who believes in the same exact things as all the other white guys did that we gave you four years ago and four years before that and four years against that. And you have a history consistently of voting against leftist ideas from white guys 
If you vote against Barack Obama, you're a closet racist. You need to check your heart. You're a real racist if you don't vote for him. That's exactly what they're saying this time. You vote for any one of these Republicans, you're a racist. Well, hold on. The guys you're running are white. We just selected a bunch of black people. We just selected a bunch of people based on what they said, not the color of their skin. We don't want you to divide the country on race. We don't want you to teach children that they should be ashamed of the color of their skin. In critical race theory, indoctrinating them that if you're white, you should be ashamed. Right? That's not what we want. We don't want that in America. Oh, no, no. Now it's you parents. We're coming after you. How dare you not understand that your children are racist? How dare you not understand that you're a racist because you didn't vote for who I told you to vote for? You know what the scary part is? I've only played you 30 seconds of the media's losing their mind on this saying, you're a racist if you voted for any of these other candidates. You parents are racist. I've still got another two minutes to go. And this is just the initial reaction to the bloodbath on Tuesday night for the Democratic Party. And this is their takeaway. Anyone that voted for a black woman in Virginia as a lieutenant governor over a white cracker that the Democrats ran on Terry McAuliffe, an elitist, you're a racist. Virginia lieutenant governor, Winsome Sears, totally overlooked by the media. None of them talking about what she did. None of them talking about the American dream that she's living out. A small business owner, a state legislator, a Republican. This is the definition of the American dream. And they didn't even cover it. Why? Because it's too threatening to their power and their control. Here's the one thing I know. The domestic terrorists would not be silenced on election night. You call mothers domestic terrorists, they'll show up and they'll vote you out of office. You tell mothers they can't control their kids' lives and can't decide what they do and don't do, they will kick your AWS to the curb. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If Democrats continue to totally not understand what America just said to them, this is going to be amazing for freedom and for democracy and for conservative ideals come the midterm elections. They didn't learn anything from Tuesday, apparently, except to go back to the only thing they did offer. They can't run the economy, call everybody a racist. They can't run on uh, calling parents domestic terrorists. Okay, well, then just call them racists. They can't run on critical race theory. Okay, so call them racist, right? Anyone that disagrees with us is a racist. That's all they have to offer. They can't run on Joe Biden's competency, so let's just yell everybody that they're a racist. Everybody's a racist until further notice. If you don't do what we tell you to do, you don't get the jab, you're a racist. You don't vote for a candidate, you're a racist. You don't get your kids a jab, you're a racist. You're a murderer, you're a terrorist, you're a domestic terrorist, we'll name call you, and that's how they're going to get you to vote for them. This is their whole entire game plan whiteness is being portrayed as new more inclusive lessons this wasn't about those pocketbook issues this was about how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through the subtext of all this was we can't let these black and brown people run the country yeah we just elected a black and brown person to run virginia but you're right this we can't let a black and brown person run this country okay listen very carefully to what i just played for you one more time and, and, and listen to the context of what they're saying right now and how amazing it truly is they, they, are, they are literally, anyone on the, any one of these panels could have said, time out. The Republicans just made history tonight electing an African-American immigrant to be the lieutenant governor for the first time ever in the history of the state under either party. And you want me to believe that tonight was about racism? And, and the AG is, is, is Latino? You want me to believe this is about racism? Like, you guys are insane. They are insane, by the way. And it's also insane the networks, this is their takeaway from the election night. Teaching about race. That's the fundamental problem for these parents and this anti-CRT movement. They don't like the way whiteness is being portrayed in these new, more inclusive lessons. These new, more inclusive lessons. Well, hold on. Earlier, I was told by the same people on TV that that critical race theory isn't even being taught in Virginia. Now you're admitting that critical race theory is being taught in Virginia and New Jersey. So which one is it, you idiots on the left? These are the most brilliant minds in the movement on TV that you can hire to give you analysis of the left. And this is all they bring to the table. This wasn't about those pocketbook issues. This was about 
how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through. The subtext of all this was we can't let these black and brown people run the country. Glenn Youngkin running on critical race theory that he knew hit a chord around race. I think all the CRT stuff is trumped up dog whistling. Some of it was uh, dog whistle racism. The dog whistle messaging that you saw Youngkin engage in during the course of the campaign. CRT is in the, the latest line of school busing, cross town busing, um, welfare queens. You have it. It's in that same. It's in that same line, and you saw it in the in the results. In I, I love how they do this. This is on. This is literally Meet the Press Daily, MSNBC. Welfare queens. Uh, yeah, they're all racist. They just elected a black woman. That's how racist them. Them Republicans are. Yeah, they're all racist down there. They're all against these welfare queens. Hell, they took an immigrant black woman. They gave her a job as a lieutenant governor of the state. Made history. They're a bunch of racists down there. Yeah, that's what they is. All you racists down there. Yeah, Republicans were so racist. We just elected two minorities to statewide office in Virginia the first time ever. Something Democrats have never done. Yep, they're a bunch of racists. Of the campaign. CRT is in the, the latest line of school busing, cross town busing. Um, Welfare queens, you have it. It's in that same. It's in that same line, and you saw it in the in the results in Virginia. It's more palatable. We I, again, you saw it in the results in Virginia. An African American woman. I say it over and over again because I need to hit the point home. Was elected by Republicans for the first time ever in statewide office. Democrats have never done that. Democrats ran the whitest, richest white crackers you could find in statewide elections, and they lost. And now they want to say the Republicans. Who elected minorities are the racists? Republican who still uses the same racist themes that Trump did. He just packaged them in a soccer dad sweater vest model. He's yes, let's mock the guy who just became the governor. He's a soccer dad sweater vest tool bag. He's a soccer. He's really a Klansman. He's just a little bit smoother than Trump. Let's connect everything back to Trump, right? Because anybody that voted for Trump's a racist. Remember, that's now fact in this country. That's now fact. Okay. Fact. It is fact now. Fact. Fact. It's 100% a fact. You are a racist if you voted for Trump. Plain and simple. That's what you are. You are always going to be a racist because we're the Democrats and this is what we have to offer. This is all we have to offer. This is the whole ballgame, folks. This is it. Do we have ideas? No. Nope. We don't have ideas. We have no ideas. Well, hold on a second. You don't have any ideas? No. You, 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 don't, you don't have any ideas? You don't have anything to bring to the table? You don't have ways to make this country a great country? No. So all you do is play the race card, and that's what you're offering the American people. This is why we're going to win. Okay. This is it. This is exactly why we are going to win. This is why we are going to have a huge victory in the midterms if we focus and we keep our head down. If they can't come up with anything better than what, they, what, what we just went through, there is no way that they will ever be able to get it together Coming, I mean, what what are they going to run on? You got people that, that I mean, as New York City en enforces their vaccine mandates, you still have 18 fire companies out of service. You think people are going to be okay with that? 
Republicans are now the terror threat. Remember that when I played you that? You know, Al-Qaeda wasn't white, number one, right? Well, they're saying, well, these new parents, you guys are the biggest racists in the world. Right? You're, you're, the, you're the biggest racist that we have ever seen in this country, and you are the threat to this country. That's what we're going to tell you. That's who you are. That's what you are. This is our last stand. Racism or bust. Idea that we cannot talk about America's history because it hurts my feelings. He's turned that into a campaign. White voters do have anxiety about a changing America, right? That it is. We just voted in an African-American woman and we just voted. It's, it, 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 they're still celebrating it. And a, a Latino man to be the AG of the state. And and then there's CNN's recap. Well, tell us. Wrap this up. What does this mean tonight? Well, America still has a Republican still have a problem with black people, people of color. White voters do have anxiety mm-hmm. about a changing America, right? That it is blacker, it is browner. You've got the Republicans yelling like, hey, look, the black and brown folks are coming for us. Some Republican candidates are perfectly willing to use race as a motivating factor for their base. That has gone on for decades and it happened this year. Race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit it used to be of the Democratic Party back right. in the day when they were Dixiecrats, and now of the Republican Party. This is about the fact that a good chunk of voters out there are okay with white supremacy. Let's call a thing a thing. Actually, scratch that. They are more than okay. They are more than okay with white supremacy. That's why we just elected two minorities. You figured it out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time... 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you're either a racist, even if you vote for an African-American woman to become a lieutenant governor or a Hispanic, a Latino to become the AG in your state, or you're a domestic terrorist. I think that's what we've just figured out. Those are the options now. Those are your, those are your options. That's what, you've, that's what you've got. Congratulations. You're either, let's, we gotta, let's recognize Republicans are now America's top terror threat. Remember that? They were using that pre-election. The biggest threat to Americans is not jihadists overseas. It's homegrown domestic terrorists inspired by white supremacists. The gravest terrorist threat to the homeland is domestic violent extremism. Domestic terrorism is our number one threat. Domestic terrorism has been steadily increasing and that that threat needs to be addressed. Domestic terrorist groups are really uh, starting to surge in this country. It's a big concern. We know that domestic terrorism is a is a grave threat. But what can we do to stop it? What we need is to take the laws we already have and apply them to white people. We can go after international terrorists. Why can't we do it at home? Today, we're mostly looking at our neighbors rather than a Osama bin Laden that's far off in Afghanistan. Bin Laden and co. didn't have supporters and sympathizers among the House Republican caucus. The Republican Party is basically a domestic terrorist cell at this point. And they should be treated as such. There are elements of the GOP that are starting to look like the jihadists. Al-Qaeda wasn't umbilically linked to the American conservative movement in the way that these domestic extremists clearly are. Domestic terrorists vote and international terrorists don't. MAGA and the domestic terror threat is much more worrisome than any foreign threat. Al-Qaeda wasn't white. And white terrorists have a certain advantage, a certain, what's the word I'm looking for? Privilege. White terrorists don't cause widespread fear or panic in the same way that brown terrorists with big beards tend to. It is domestic white terror that is the greatest threat to our way of life. Right-wing domestic violent extremism is the single greatest threat facing this country. There is a serious right-wing domestic terrorism problem in this country. President Trump is gone, right? And the extremists are not. The Republican Party is the getaway driver for these domestic terrorists. What I would call MAGA terrorists. You're either... With them or with us. You have a Republican Party that sits mute while domestic terrorists plot the next overthrow of the U.S. government. I don't think we've improved much since the Oklahoma City bombing. In fact, I think we may be in a worse position. There are a hundred McVeighs out there that are thinking about a bombing or thinking about an attack. And it's a much more dangerous landscape than any time in the last several decades. Yeah, there it is. We're worse place than we were after 9-11. We're in a worse place than we were with you Republicans after Timothy McVeigh and the Oklahoma City bombing. We just elected an African-American woman, a Latino statewide office. You're either a racist or you're a domestic terrorist. You pick. That is the entire 
game plan to beat us in the midterms. That is all they have learned. That's all they've got to offer. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Racist, terrorist, you pick. You're one of the two. You're Republican. You're either one. You're either trying to blow me up or, or you hate me because you're white. I feel good about our chances, folks. I feel good about our chances if this is what they have to offer. You want to know the best part about everything I just mentioned to you real quick? We are winning now, and we are winning now because people are starting to wake up. Uh, there's, a, there's a great story that, of course, the media has not been covering. There is a truck driver by the name of Edward Durr. Truck driver Edward Durr, Republican, stunned the political world this week by defeating New Jersey State Senate President Steve Sweeney. This is like a hardcore mob boss kind of guy. He won because voters were tired of government messing with people's families, is what he said. With all precincts reporting on Wednesday, Durr led Sweeney, the state's Democratic political mob boss, by over 2,000 votes. Though the results have yet to be confirmed, Durr is likely to be certified as the victor in the state Senate District 3. He offered this interesting analysis on why he won and why Republicans did so well statewide. The main issue was rights, Durr said. People talk about how New Jersey has the highest taxes and we're the worst state for business with high debt and so on. But bottom line is rights. It's family. When somebody's messing with your family, you'll do anything. The governor was messing with people's families. When you mess with somebody's job, their livelihood, their home, their children, people just won't take that. Durr said that New Jersey's harsh coronavirus policies have helped create a perfect storm that made his victory more than possible. It was a combination of a governor who acts like a king and a Senate president who acts like a court jester and does nothing. That made it very easy to convince people they were not being paid attention to. And when they got ignored, they got angry. You want to know the kicker? New Jersey, one of the most corrupt states in America politically. 58 years old, did more than just get lucky. He spent, and he spent, more than $153 that have been highlighted in his media reports. That's the amount I spent prior to the primary, he explained, somewhat exasperated by the inaccurate reporting. People said he only spent $153 to win. He said, that's not true. He said, I did spend some money. You want to know how much? This is amazing. He estimates that he spent about 8000 to 9000 in total, mostly on campaign literature, yard signs, and a now viral video. A viral video that he didn't even pay to get on TV. This is how a truck driver won an election against a political boss, a kingpin in New Jersey. Hello, my name is Edward Thur. I'm running for New Jersey State Senate. I've lived here all my life, raising my three kids. In 2020, my opponent sat by and watched as Governor Murphy forced nursing homes to take in COVID-19 patients resulting in the death of over 8,000 of our seniors. He remained silent as Governor Murphy, with his lockdown and mandates, forced the closing of over one-third of our small businesses across the New Jersey family, thousands of jobs. He has done nothing as seven out of every ten moves are leaving the state, placing a heavier burden on those of us who remain. The Senate President has spent 20 years in Trenton higher taxes, increasing debt, and a rising cost of living. We deserve better. New Jersey, it's time for a change. So together, 
Let's end single party rule. Vote for me, Edward Durr for Senate. That was it. A man walking in front of his house, showing his little home, getting out of his 18-wheeler, getting on his motorcycle, a hard-working man who walked door-to-door to speak to voters, having left long-haul trucking for a job working a local route close to home he was able to use afternoons and evenings to campaign in the district, with several other volunteers that worked with him. He said, I walked three to four hours on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Saturdays and Sundays. I walked six to eight hours. I usually had half a dozen volunteers. One time we went out and we had 12 to 13 go out with us, he recalled proudly. Trust me, plenty of days I did not feel like I was like walking. It was too hot. My ankles and my feet hurt. I'm not a young man anymore. I have gout, plantar fasciitis. It was a hard thing. But it was well worth it because it allowed me the opportunity to talk to every person I could possibly talk to and understand what they were feeling and get the pulse of the community. He says during one walk, he encountered his opponent, Durr, challenging him to a debate. But Sweeney blew me off. He laughed at me when I challenged him to the debate. Durr also campaigned through personal tragedy. He lost his father, Ed Sr., just last week. He has three children from a previous marriage, Heather, Eddie, Melissa. He remarried in 2018, and his wife, Lynn, supported his efforts on the campaign trail as well. Durr is a fan of conservative media. He said, I watched a lot of Greg Gutfeld, Newsmax, One America, he said. He listens to Dan Bongino, Stephen Crowder, and others. Though he has soured on Fox, he said, since the 2020 election. He said he watches Mark Levin's Life, Liberty, and Levin on Sunday evenings. Asked whether his life would change. He said, I've already changed now. Everybody knows my name. He reflected, then added, and I'm going to change. Am I going to change? No. I'm always going to be me, the blue-collar guy. I never once worried that somebody, that, that what somebody said about me. I'll always be who I am. My parents were great parents. One thing I can guarantee, you're getting a person who's going to fight for you, who lives to get into the fight. As to what his first fight will be, about he offered a surprise answer. He said, special needs children. He said a fellow candidate, he recalled, had a Down syndrome child who, like other children, had to spend a year at home instead of at school. But when schools reopened, the child had aged out of his special needs program after having lost a crucial year. That issue could have been addressed before the pandemic, Durr said. There should not be an age-out time. He said that's where I'm starting. He also said he's going to help businesses that were destroyed by the government's pandemic policies, such as rent moratorium. He said, quote, how many of these landlords are just moms and dads supplementing their Social Security income? He asked, that is wrong. You're telling me these people, they have to go broke because they have to be, that they have to be Mr. King. This is what happens when Democrats don't pay attention to what's going on in real America. This is what happens. A man who can spend eight grand to beat a 30-year political mob boss in New Jersey who's a truck driver. Because people refuse to pay attention. You keep calling us terrorists and racists, we're going to win elections. Keep it up, Democrats. Keep it up. Share our podcast. Please write us a review. Hit that subscribe button. It's free to get the show every day. Hit that auto download button so you can hear the show every day. And I will see you back here tomorrow.
Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.